always thought-provoking and informative. Forget the spin and media bias from the left and right. We know you are sick and tired of being told what to think, how to act, and what you can and can't do. Direct from the Ustream It Broadcast Network, it's time for another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show with your hosts, J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley. Real news and biblical common sense analysis starts in three, two, one. Well, welcome everybody and thank you so much for joining us for another edition of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams, located here in beautiful East Texas and there in the Dallas and Fort Worth area is my good friend, my co-host and my brother in Christ, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. How things going, Terry? Well, they're going really well as we've discussed before the show. Uh, Jesus is so good and uh, so merciful and uh, so providing in terms of helping us to understand the insanity we're living through. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, the insanity that we're living through is called prophecy. Prophecy coming yeah. true. Okay? That's <laughs> well what done. we're living well through. Done. Yeah, we, well are, we are truly that last generation that's spoken of in the Bible. And anybody that doesn't believe mm-hmm. that needs to pick up a copy of the Bible right now and start reading it, uh, specifically yeah. uh, Ezekiel chapter 38. By the way, we're going to be in Ezekiel chapter 37 today. Probably finish mm-hmm. that up and move on into Ezekiel 38 as a part of this show. But uh, mm-hmm. let listen, um, I want to put this back up on screen real quick because this is really, really important. This is the title of today's show. Yes, Trump can win. Now, this is breaking news all over the world. Yes, Trump can win. If you remember a few uh, months ago, um, I I said, I don't think Trump can win. You know, I made it really clear. And this was right after. I I remember that. I was there. I heard it. (laughs) This was right after the uh, November election. You know, you remember remember how in, uh, in November... Um, they were talking about how the Republicans were going to have a run. You know, this, this it was going to be devastating. You know, the, the Democrats yes. were going to lose on every front. They were going to lose yeah. in Congress. Yeah. They were going to lose in the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Biden yeah. was going to be really uh, restrained. And it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. when I said, that's when I said, okay, the United States has had its last chance. That's it. Trump's not going to win. Mm-hmm. He can't win, mm-hmm. not, you know, as long as things go the same way. Well, there's been a shakeup. And when there is a shakeup, I consider that to be maybe, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. the act of God giving the United mm-hmm. States of America one last chance before he says, okay, you're done. Okay. I'm, I'm not, mm-hmm. Now, look, I'm not, I'm not saying that, that Trump is God's candidate. But let me tell mm-hmm. you this. His, uh, his policies, uh, especially toward Israel— beat Joe Biden mm-hmm. so bad that you could call, probably call mm-hmm. it times one million. I don't think there's a, I don't think yeah. there's an argument that can be made on that. I really don't. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to I'm going to start this off today and give you an idea as to why I said this about Trump, okay? Cuz this is today. Hunter Biden has agreed to plead guilty in federal tax and gun case. Now, Fox News has confirmed that the president's son will plead guilty to two misdemeanor counts of willful failure to pay federal income tax. Hunter Biden also agreed to enter into a pretrial diversion agreement regarding a separate charge of possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user of 
or addicted to a controlled substance, better known as cocaine or crack, whatever you want to call it, okay? <laughs> the uh, U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware, remember the Bidens live in Delaware, they're from Delaware, okay? So it's a little bit of a surprise that somebody in Delaware would actually be on the right side instead of the Biden side. Okay. The U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware, David C. Weiss, said, according to the tax information, that Hunter Biden received taxable income in excess of $1.5 million, I'm sorry, make that clear, $1.5 million annually in calendar years 2017 and 2018. Quoting, Despite owing in excess of 100000 in federal income taxes each year, he did not pay the income that was due for either year. According to the firearm information from on or about October 12, 2018 through October 23, 2018, Hunter Biden possessed a firearm despite knowing he was an unlawful user of and addicted to a controlled substance. Now, Weiss's office said if convicted, Hunter's, Hunter Biden faces a maximum penalty of 12 months in prison on each of these tax charges, a total of two years. There is a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison on the firearm charge for which he agreed to a pretrial diversion program. Such programs, according to the DOJ website, divert certain offenders from traditional criminal justice processing into alternative systems of supervision and service, such as a mental health or substance abuse treatment. Those who successfully complete the diversion programs uh, see a uh, declination of charges, dismissal, or reduction of charges, or a more favorable recommendation at sentencing. A federal district court judge will determine any sentence after taking into account the U.S. sentencing guidelines and other statutory factors. Now, okay, so we know that everything that was told to us by the mainstream media, and I'm going to be very, very specific here, CNN, MSNBC, and, for instance, the New York Times, each one of them had the proper information, and each one of them chose to lie. I'm going to go even mm -hmm. further and say that social media platforms, such as Facebook and YouTube and other mainstream social media platforms, they also had the correct information. They chose to lie. And on top of that, they decided that anyone that was expressing the truth was breaking their community standards and therefore censoring actual, factual information. Terry, do you have any comment on that? Oh, uh, yeah, I think they're guilty on all counts. I'll jump in the boat with you on that one. It, uh, you know, and I just hope something comes of these things, uh, that there is some retribution, um, you know, and, and, and that it, it affects, uh, most importantly, the American people, that they begin to shake the tree uh, to get to get some action on these things. Perfect segue. As we have a poll that uh, this was conducted after President Trump's indictment, and this says that Trump beats Biden by six points. Okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down again. The main thing here, um, and by the way, if you're not getting this in visual form on YouTube or on Facebook, uh, go to www.lastchristian.net. 
That's www.lastchristian.net. That is our flagship. That is where this show, uh, the main the main site for this show. And there you can see the, all the visual stuff. And in a lot of cases, that's really going to help you, especially when we go to Scripture. And, you know, when we put Scripture up on screen, it's important for you to, to read it. It gives you an opportunity to actually look at real Scripture. But anyway, this, this, is important, uh, uh, this report is according to uh, Reuters. The former President Donald Trump would defeat his successor, President Joe Biden, in a head-to-head matchup if new elections were held today. That is according to a new poll released on Monday. The survey was conducted by Rasmussen Reports, and it shows that the former president leads uh, the incumbent by six points nationally. That's 45 to 39 in a hypothetical 2024 um, head-to-head matchup. The poll surveyed 986 likely voters, likely voters being the key there. It's not just they pick somebody, you know, that may or may not Mm -hmm. vote. These are likely voters. Okay, from June the 12th through the 14th. So it's very, very recent. Uh, And this is after the June 8th indictment was filed against Trump for allegedly mishandling classified documents. Now, another recent poll, because I know a lot of people don't, they discount Rasmussen. They think that, you know, that's a conservative poll. We'll, We'll throw that out. Okay. Uh, another recent poll released on Friday by Harvard, this is CAPS or a Harris poll, also shows the president trailing Trump by six points, 39 to 45, uh, if the 2024 presidential election were held today. Like the Rasmussen poll, the Harris survey was conducted after Trump's June 8th indictment. The poll was conducted online from June 14th through the 15th among uh, 2,090 registered voters. doesn't say that they're likely voters in that particular case. The indictment of former President Trump has no impact on his lead against Biden, whose job rating remains at 43%. Now, that is according to Mark Penn, who is the co-director of the Harvard CAPS or Harris Poll. The Harvard-Harris poll also showed Trump has extended his lead over his 2024 Republican primary rivals, beating Florida Governor Ron DeSantis by 45 points, 59% to 14%, compared to 42 points in the previous Harvard-Harris poll that was released in May. So you can see here, I think it's pretty clear and I don't think I'm going out on a limb saying that Donald Trump has a significant lead and is probably, I mean, you know, things can happen. There's a lot that can happen before now in the, in the primaries, you know. But um, it looks to be an insurmountable lead. It looks as though President Donald J. Trump or former President Donald J. Trump will be the nominee of the Republican Party. And if the Democrats go through with their plan, and by the way, I'm going to expose it right now. Are you ready for this? Here's the plan. Yeah. They know Biden is weak. All right. I've got another report coming up on this here in just a second, but they know he's in trouble, but they're going to do everything that they can to keep him in office, including probably trying to keep him away from debates. Okay. And keep him off the campaign trail as much as is humanly possible. They want him to win. Then they're going to get rid of him. They're going to throw him out and they're going to install. And that's the word I'm hearing from all of these different agencies, all these different news agencies all over the world. They're all using, you know how they they come up with that term of the day? Well, the term of the day, the term of the day is install Camilla Harris as president of the United States. In other words, they got they they're they're gonna be done with Joe. 
right after the election, and they're going to be all into Kamala Harris. And you talk about a train wreck. That would be a, tra a train wreck for the United States, yeah. in my opinion. Terry, you want to comment? Uh, well, you just scared the pants off of me. Um, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's pure insanity. Now, the only way it fits is when we begin to consider end times, prophecy, uh, the direction of the world as it continues to sink, all of that. That makes sense that they mm -hmm. would try to do that. Right. Certainly, I pray that God won't allow it. Um, but, yeah, that would be, as you said, a disaster. Right. Okay, Terry, it's time for you. You got two minutes uh, with Terry. And uh, I'm going to give you a second there to get going, and then it's going to be all you. Just a really quick reminder that the last Christian newscast and radio show is proud to partner with a great educational program for youth based on solid Christian principles and values. Now, as a parent concerned about what your children are exposed to and learning in public schools, you will appreciate the opportunity to learn about Kirkwood's Christian online learning program that will keep your kids engaged and learning, all without worrying about the type of curriculum being presented to them. It only takes a few minutes to set up the program, and your kids can begin working independently on any device, including desktop computers, laptops, tablets, iPads, even smartphones. Now, you can learn more about this program on the Last Christian website at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net for all of the free information on Kirkwood's homeschool learning program for kids. And hey, get this, the whole program, well, it only costs you about a dollar a day. It doesn't get better than that. Visit us at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net and receive your information all about Kirkwood's homeschooling learning program for kids. And with that, sir, you are now up. Folks, homeschooling works. Today's last Christian charge, engaging the sword. Pilgrims, greet each new day, anticipating Jesus' shout, prepared for battle. Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. His compassions fail not, new every morning. Great, O Lord, is thy faithfulness. Now, continuing our gleaning of vital excerpts from his divine word, reporting from Genesis, God's creation of the world and universe in six 24-hour days and following. Chapter 4, verse 17, through chapter 5, verse 12. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived uh, and bare Enoch. And he builded a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. And unto Enoch was born Erad, and Erad begat Mahujael, and Mahujael begat Methusiel, and Methusiel begat Lamech. And Lamech took unto him two wives. The name of the one was Ada, and the name of the other Zillah. And Ada bare Jabal, he was the father of such as dwell in tents and of such as have cattle. And his brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all such as handled a harp and organ. And Zillah, she also bare Tubalcain, an instructor of every artificer uh, uh, in brass and iron. And the sister of Tubalcain 
was Naamah. And Lamech said unto his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech, hearken unto my speech. For I have slain a man to my wounding, and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech, seventy and sevenfold. Okay, Terry, I'm going to have to break in on you right there, and we'll come back to you in the second half of the show uh, as we continue continue that. A whole lot of begattens in there, you know. That's the reason that I I don't know. know, uh, Begat, begat, and begat. Do you remember? Okay, real quick, real quick. (laughs) Go ahead. That's going to be part. That's going to be a part. You just hit on a hint of what I was, you and I were talking about before the show. There you go. Hopefully Thursday, maybe Saturday, we're going to go into this begatting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, now don't, please don't don't take me wrong here. I mean, I understand the importance of that because what they're doing there is they're building the lineage Toward Jesus Christ, okay. I understand that. Now, See, a- you just you just went to the front of the class. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to sit down and I want to listen to you. Anyway, go uh, ahead. All right. Well, you know, I understand that, but a lot of people that put pick up the Bible for the first time, you know, they can get mm-hmm. bored with it, or you know, mm-hmm. just like oh. You know, when is this begat stuff going to stop? Because there there yeah. are certain parts where it just goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. But what I want you to understand Amen. is that the Bible does that for a reason. So, you know, Amen. please stick Amen. with it. Keep reading it. And you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, we're, we're not, I'm not done with, with Trump yet. Okay. It's important yeah. here because this, in my opinion, this is strictly my opinion, but I'm basing it on a lot of reports coming in from me from all over the world. I truly believe this is the United States' uh, opportunity to either exist or not exist in the future. Um, and the direction of the country is all dependent on how we deal with Israel. Okay. That is mm-hmm. the number one key there. Okay, but mm-hmm. anyway, and I'm, I'm going to get to that one here in just a second. But now this is part of the Israeli national news. Again, this is another one of those instances where mm-hmm. the foreign press is a way ahead of the United States press. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is according, to, again, to the Israeli national news, and it begins like this. He's not Trump. Okay, that's what they lead this story with. Okay, mm-hmm. and it. And they follow that up with, that's how the Democrats view Biden's election campaign in 2020 uh, and his re-election campaign in 2024. And again, now, this is according to the former White House spokesperson who we both know very well, Kellyanne Conway. Now, uh, Mm -hmm. here's the quote. The voters didn't realize that Biden was in such mental decline. An ABC News poll from last month indicates that 6 in 10 Americans and 7 of 10 independent voters, and remember, I've told you the importance of an independent voter. So you've got 70% of independent voters that are that are saying this, okay? Now, uh, that they didn't realize that Biden was in such mental Decline. The ABC News poll from last month indicates that 6 in 10 Americans and 7 in 10 independent voters say that Joe Biden lacks the mental and physical acuity for the job. He's every minute of 80. Everything that vexes voters about Biden is not going to change. It's only going to get 
worse. The media hasn't spent a minute learning why 74 million Americans voted for Donald Trump in 2020. They castigated him. They made fun of him. They ridiculed him on Twitter all day. And those people are going to vote based on the things they now know about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and Kamala Harris. When people ask who's in charge of the White House, my answer is simple. It's Biden. Now, that's according, again, to Kellyanne Conway, okay? That that man needs to be made to eat and own all his policy failings. Yes, we see him bumbling, mumbling, and fumbling, but people need to be more concerned with how he's destroyed the economy. He has no energy, but we have no energy independence. That needs to be more concerning to Americans. What's happened with crime? What's going on at the border? What happened in Afghanistan? People need to see all this and be reminded why they don't want to vote for him. Regarding former President Trump's upcoming election campaign, Conway asserted that Trump needs to be combative because that's what people want to see. People need to see him fighting for them. If he just takes it lying down, the media will get their way with him. Now, here is the the bottom line, and this one I agree with 100%. I muted my phone. I even told you I did it, and you didn't do yours. Okay. Now then, here's this. This is what people need to hear. This is what people need to hear. The one thing that Trump needs to change in the future is a debate with Biden. He needs to just let the man speak. Literally, just sit back and let him speak. He will not be able to take ninety minutes of debate. I agree. He will lose it. He will, you know, the man cannot, and this is opinion, and people can can disagree with me if they want to, the man can't balance a sentence coherently. Right or wrong, Gary? Go ahead. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and it's what what I've been amazed at throughout from the beginning, and he's only gotten worse from day one. Right. Uh, The thing I can't understand is that he's been allowed to get away with it. You know, I mean, the other day they had a guy come on stage, he got finished speaking, and the guy came on stage and walked in the direction that uh, Biden had to walk in order to get off the stage because he was waving his hand both ways because he didn't know which way to go. So a guy comes up, he's walking, he's great. Yeah. Okay. Um, So what does that mean? As far as the Bible goes, where, where does people, as far as the Bible goes, what does that mean? Let, let me take a stab at it, and then you say whatever you want to. You can pull up scripture if you want to, whatever, okay? But look, I believe Donald J. Trump was installed as the 45th president of the United States to move our embassy to Jerusalem and to firmly establish the fact that Jerusalem was the capital of Israel. I believe that was his purpose for being installed by God as president of the United States in 2016. I believe, personal opinion, and this is not KRRB News, this is me, this is J.D. Williams' personal opinion under protection of the United States Constitution, freedom of speech. I believe that Joe Biden was installed by God as president of the United States 
to make sure that the United States of America was not involved in the Gog and Magog War, would not come to Israel's aid, would take the wrong side, would choose everything and do everything incorrectly to put the United States government in decline and to put the United States of America itself at risk and keep us out of any Middle East conflict in order that the Word of God, as it is written in Ezekiel 38, could happen. That is my opinion. Terry, go ahead. Yeah, Daniel chapter 2 and and chapter 4. In fact, the whole book of Daniel, my goodness, let's just throw the whole thing in there. Uh, The book of Daniel supports exactly what you're saying. And in a phrase, quoting from the the book of Daniel, God raises up one and, and puts down another. It's God that does it, you know, and that's rising above all of the politics, that's rising above all of the academics, that's rising above all the money people who think they're in charge, and this is what they're going to do. If it happens, it's because God allows it to happen. And I think you're absolutely on target. God put Trump in, God put Biden in, and God is going to put in 2024 whoever that is. And he hasn't told me, so I'm still waiting with the rest of us. He sure hadn't told me either. Okay, um, I want to play this for you real quick, and we'll comment on it. Listen to this. After a lull during the pandemic, eviction filings by landlords are 50% higher and have come roaring back, driven by rising rents and long-running shortage of affordable housing. Most low-income tenants can no longer count on pandemic resources that had kept them housed, and many are finding it hard to recover because they haven't found steady work or their wages haven't kept pace with the rising cost of rent, food, and other necessities. Necessities. Davis Richards reporting. Complete lie. 100%. That is a complete lie. I want to look, you go into any store in Dallas, Terry, specifically. Mm-hmm. It's even happened a little bit out here, not, not to the extent that it has there. Mm-hmm. People don't want to work. You know why they don't want to work? Because the government's giving mm-hmm. them free stuff. You're giving them free mm-hmm. food. They're giving them uh, free money. Okay. All, you know, they did it all in the, in the, in the uh, COVID thing, right? I mean, it's all blamed on that. Okay, we got to help people out. Okay, well, people it took the help, but the help continued as long as they didn't go to work. So people weren't mm-hmm. going to work. You were having a bunch of pullback everywhere in the country, right? And so now, yes. now it's catching up. So the laziness doesn't work, and that's what this was. Pure 100% laziness. I'm sorry that people are being evicted from their home, but they should have got a job a year ago. This is on them. Mm -hmm. This is not on me as a taxpayer. It's not on you as a taxpayer. It's not on the United States government Mm -hmm. even. It is on that individual who chose to take the easy way, the lazy way, and now they're going to have to catch up or get out. And I'm sorry, this may sound really mean, but I don't care. I just don't Mm -hmm. care. Okay, Terry, Mm -hmm. you got like 30 seconds. Go. Yeah, uh, Jesus said to love your enemies, and so in that spirit, I'm saying to people, whether whatever your situation is, turn to Jesus. He will help you to get through this. He said, take no thought for tomorrow. Uh, the government and the world are all counting their eggs and looking at tomorrow and what they're going to don't know. Turn to Jesus. Take one day at a time. He will lead you through this nightmare. 
Amen. Okay, uh, now in the second half of the show, we're going to continue this a little bit about Biden and about Trump being uh, elevated. We're going to get into Bible scripture, Ezekiel chapter 37. Um, there's a lot to cover. we got a short time to do it in. If you're looking for a new show, go to www.lastchristian.net and we will get you this show on your station. Now, for everybody else, we are going to be back right after the break with the second half of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio. Jim sat in his car staring at the billboard. His pulse was racing. Vodka at low, low prices. A recovering alcoholic, he'd given his life to Jesus and was now facing a massive trial. He remembered his pastor preaching about God's word and spirit and how they worked together like a double-edged sword. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. He heard himself whisper, Oh Lord, I'm weak. Lead me not into temptation and deliver me from evil. Instantly, it seemed like a steel belt around his chest just snapped. He took a deep breath and realized that the craving had passed. Suddenly, he became aware that his car's engine was still running and the satellite navigator was lit up. The little arrow was pointing to the right and a tender female voice was saying, Turn right at next junction. Jim burst out laughing. Oh my Lord, your word and your spirit are my sat-nav to life. God tracking is navigating life by God's word and spirit. I'm Dudley Anderson. Why not drop me an email, dudley at surreality.net. Just a really quick reminder that the last Christian newscast and radio show is proud to partner with a great educational program for youth based on solid Christian principles and values. Now, as a parent concerned about what your children are exposed to and learning in public schools, you will appreciate the opportunity to learn about Kirkwood's Christian online learning program that will keep your kids engaged and learning all without worrying about the type of curriculum being presented to them. It only takes a few minutes to set up the program, and your kids can begin working independently on any device, including desktop computers, laptops, tablets, iPads, even smartphones. Now, you can learn more about this program on the Last Christian website at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net for all of the free information on Kirkwood's homeschool learning program for kids. And hey, get this, the whole program, well, it only costs you about a dollar a day. It doesn't get better than that. Visit us at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net and receive your information all about Kirkwood's homeschooling learning program for kids. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him uh, Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I think the advice I would give is you don't need to know all the answers. The craziest thing was believing that your dad knew everything. So as a dad, you felt like you had to know everything. You had to get everything right. It's okay to make mistakes. As long as it's coming from love, then, you know, it kind of starts to work itself out. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
And welcome back to the second half of the last Christian newscast and radio show. Once again, my name is J.D. Williams here in beautiful East Texas, joined by my co-host there in Dallas, Mr. T.L. Farley. And uh, Terry, uh, we we hit a lot of news, but we didn't get to all of it. And so I'm, I'm going to pick right back up here. And, you know, I'm telling you that, that I felt, again, it was my personal opinion that Biden was placed or allowed to be president by God for the specific purpose of really destroying the United States, to tear it mm-hmm. down. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and when you look at his policies and what he has done and what he, uh, mm-hmm. ad, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that he's had a, a bad, um, mm-hmm. I, I can't think of a worse president in my life. I'm 65 years old. I've never mm-hmm. seen anything this bad. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. um I'm going to read you this report, and this kind of points out what I'm talking about as far as uh, the biblical part of this and why uh, Biden is in trouble as far as with God. Okay, listen to this report. This is actually out of the U.N., okay? The U.N. chief criticizes Israel's construction in Judea and Samaria, okay? And he calls it a violation of law. The U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres Now, this is just yesterday. Uh, He joined in on the criticism of Israel following the decision to advance the planning of 4,500 new housing units in Judea and Samaria. Now, 4,500 houses. Okay, so we're going to blow out the international world. Okay, we're we're, we're going nuts because of 4,500 houses, which, you know, you think about that, uh, I don't know. The little town I live in has only got like 3,000 people, but, you know, good grief. 4,500 houses, and they're getting all worked up about it. Anyway, um, a statement from Farhan Nock, Hawk, H-A-Q, he's the deputy spokesperson for Guterres, said in a statement that the Secretary General is deeply troubled by uh, yesterday's decision by the Israeli government to amend settlement planning procedures. The changes can be expected to expedite the advancement of Israeli settlement plans in the occupied West Bank. Now, can say how I always have to say occupied, okay? Occupied West Bank, including East Jerusalem. East Jerusalem's occupied, even though, of course, it's the home of Israel for over three thousand years. Even though it's not mentioned a single time in the Quran, not even once. Okay, There's, it's still contested in this idiot's mind. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have called him an idiot. That's personal opinion. Okay. Um, anyway, we're all also, human here. He's also uh, deeply alarmed by the anticipated advancement next week of over 4,000 settlement housing units by Israel's planning authorities. Uh, quote here The Secretary General reiterates that settlements are a flagrant violation of international law. They are a major obstacle to the realization of a viable two-state solution and a just, lasting, and uh, comprehensive peace. The expansion of these illegal settlements is a significant driver of tensions and uh, territory, encroaches on Palestinian land and natural resources, uh, hampers the free movement of the Palestinian population, and undermines the legitimate rights of the Palestinian people to self-determination and sovereignty. Now then, on Sunday, here's where it comes back to Biden, okay? On Sunday, the United States criticized Israel's decision to advance the new construction, saying it is deeply troubled by it. 
uh, it says here, as has been longstanding policy, the United States opposes such unilateral actions that make a two-state solution more difficult to achieve and are an obstacle to peace. We call on the government of Israel to fulfill the commitments it made in Aqaba, that's A-Q-A-B-A, Jordan, and Sharm el-Sheikh, S-H-E-I-K-H, Egypt, and return to dialogue aimed at de-escalation. That according to State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller. Well, Matthew Miller and everybody else that takes this position, read your Bible. The land belongs to Israel. God gave it to them, and at no point in that Bible did he say it doesn't belong to them again. As a matter of fact, he said he's going to bring them back. He's going to put them back mm-hmm. in the very same land. He's going to give them their, their government back just like before. Mm-hmm. They're going to speak the same language just like before, and that nobody yeah. is ever going to take it away from them. So I'm sorry, guys. God wins again, and Israel is not going to give them nothing. Okay, And you're going to have to get used to it. And if you can't, read your Bible, because if you want to take the wrong side, I don't think that's a very healthy side, and there's an eternal consequence for doing that. Terry, you want to go ahead and speak? God, God will bless those who bless Israel. God will curse those who curse Israel. And that, that passage in there, when it's talking about people cursing Israel, it's actually talking about, are you ready for this, slighting Israel. In other words, they can just ignore Israel and God becomes angry with them. Mm-hmm. Just ignoring Israel. Oh, right. well, they don't count. Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah, yeah. Bless those who bless it and curse those who curse it. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about that numerous times and it's and it has proven to be true and accurate every time. Every time. Every single time. Okay. Um, now again, every time the United States does something good, even under Biden, I mentioned mm-hmm. that too. Okay. But mm-hmm. now in this particular case, um, it's good, but it's uh, it's like a half step. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let, let, listen to this one. The permanent UN probe. Did you know there was a permanent UN probe of Israel? Did you know that? No, I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't either until I got this report. Okay. This is yeah. from the Jerusalem Post. Okay. There is a permanent UN probe, um, which is designed to uh, demonstrate. Um, or I'm sorry, um, these different countries here are saying that its purpose is to demonstrate an anti-Israel bias. Okay, That's what these particular countries are saying here. Now, this is 27 countries called on the United Nations today to end the open-ended mandate of its commission of inquiry. They call that the COI. So if you run across the COI in the future, that's what they're talking about. Commission of inquiry against Israel. Not the Middle East, no other country, just Israel. Okay? Now, the quote, we believe the nature of this COI is further demonstration of longstanding disproportionate attention given to Israel in the council and must stop. Now, that was according to the United States ambassador to the UN, Michelle Taylor. So kudos to her for calling them out on this stuff, okay? Um, 
It says in here that there seems to be no sunset clause recommended to Israel to end the occupation. As long as the occupation continues, the UN needs to investigate the occupation. Now, that, of course, is according to the UN Secretary General. Okay? So we know where he stands, right? He's anti-Israel for sure. Mm -hmm. Now... In fairness, again, I'm going to read the names of the countries that say this is not good, that you, we should stop this open-ended bashing of Israel, okay? And these countries are the United States, Israel, Albania, Austria, Bulgaria, Cameroon, Canada, Croatia, the Czech Republic, Eswantia, that's E-S-W-A-T-I-N-I, Fiji, Guatemala, Hungary, Italy, Kenya, Liberia, Micronesia, Nauru, that's N-A-U-R-U, North Macedonia, Palau, P-A-L-A-U, New Guinea, Poland, the Marshall Islands, Romania, Slovakia, Togo, and the United Kingdom. All of those agree that Israel is being bashed continually. There's an open report, the COI, and they, they think that it should stop. Unfortunately, that's only 27 countries, mm-hmm. not hundreds. And you know that there are hundreds mm-hmm. of countries in the world. So that shows you where that's at. Mm-hmm. You want to comment on that, Terry? Yeah. Uh, well, again, that's just, again, more fulfillment of prophecy. Um I wish I could say things are going to look brighter for Israel. They're not. Uh, right. You've got to read the Bible to know this. Uh, but um, but the good news is there is light at the end of the tunnel, and it, that light is Jesus, and he's going to be coming back to save them right at the last minute, right at the exact right moment. Amen. Okay, Terry, uh, get ready. It's time for you once again, and I'm give you just a second there to get going. Just a really quick reminder that the last Christian newscast and radio show is proud to partner with a great educational program for youth based on solid Christian principles and values. Now, as a parent concerned about what your children are exposed to and learning in public schools, you will appreciate the opportunity to learn about Kirkwood's Christian Online learning program that will keep your kids engaged and learning, all without worrying about the type of curriculum being presented to them. It only takes a few minutes to set up the program and your kids can begin working independently on any device, including desktop computers, laptops, tablets, iPads, even smartphones. Now, you can learn more about this program on the Last Christian website at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net for all of the free information on Kirkwood's homeschool learning program for kids. And hey, get this, the whole program, well, it only costs you about a dollar a day. It doesn't get better than that. Visit us at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net and receive your information all about Kirkwood's homeschooling learning program for kids. And with that, Terry, you are now up. Here you go. And Lamech said unto his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech. Hearken unto my speech. For I have slain a man to my wounding, and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly, 
Lamech seventy and sevenfold. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son, and called his name Seth. For God said, She hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. And to Seth, to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, were eight hundred years. And he begot, uh, begat sons and daughters, and all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. And Seth lived a hundred and five years, and begat Enos. And Seth lived after he begat Enos eight hundred and seven years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were nine hundred and twelve years, and he died. And Enos lived ninety years, and begat Canaan. And Enos lived after he begat Canaan 815 years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enos were 905 years, and he died. And Canaan lived 70 years, and begat Mahalaleel. Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen. Amen. All right, Terry, uh, getting back into this, um, again, I believe that, that Joe Biden um, is there for a purpose and unfortunately um i don't know where he stands with the lord i really don't um mm. i've got my ideas but you know that's my personal opinion and that's not proper for me to make that judgment it's not that's above my pay grade mm. but um i do believe that what he does as president is very very important to the united states and the way that the world looks at us and uh here the united states it said this per uh reuters the united states mm -hmm. would have deep concerns about the china military activities in cuba now before i highlight this i want to go back for a second of what i've talked to for months and months and months that is i feel the united states could very easily find itself in a three-front war one from the east yeah one from the west and one from the south we know that iranian warships now routinely go through the panama canal that's something that's not reported in the mainstream media but anybody that doesn't believe me all i'm going to say is look it up use your favorite search engine Look for it. You'll find it. They go through there. That's warships. Okay, so they can fire missiles off those warships. Keep that in mind. But this is the big one. This is the big one right here. Speaking at a press conference in London after wrapping up a trip this week to Beijing, Blinken said we would have deep concerns about PRC intelligence or military activities in Cuba. This is something we're going to be monitoring very, very closely, and we've been very clear about that. And we will protect our homeland. We will protect our interests. So what is this all about? There are reports, and I'm telling you, there's a ton of them, that say the Chinese are building a spy station in Cuba. Now, more than that, they will do what the Russians attempted to do 
in the early 1960s. And that is nuclear facilities on the island of Cuba, 90 miles from Florida. Okay, So China denies it uses Cuba as a spy base. Cuba says the only military incursion in its territory is the Guantanamo Bay Naval Base. In other words, they blame the United States. They say that's the only spying that's going on. The United States is spying on them. You have any comment on that? This is an early report, by the way. This is really early, but I have confirmed it. But go ahead. Well, it sure makes sense in terms of uh, prophecy and uh, the downgrading uh, that's going to take place and is, I should say, taking mm-hmm. place in the world. Uh, you know, one guy I told him talked about it, and he said this morning, and he said, well, you mean this isn't bad where we are now? I said, no. I said, no. this doesn't hold a candle to what's no. coming, folks. No, it sure Pay doesn't. attention. This, this is important. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> India, now the most populous country in the world, surpassing uh, China. You know, we do a lot of business with India. I don't, I don't know. I mean... You know, you can have your own opinions, everybody out there, you can have your own opinions by the robocalls you get and whenever you call customer service of some bank or, you know, someplace else. But my fear, my, my, my personal fear every time I call customer service somewhere is I'm going to get a, a call center in India because I'm not going to be able to understand them. i got bad hearing anyway, but I'm not going to be able to understand them. And I don't think they even understand a fifth of what I tell them. You know, and that's my fear. We are we are really tight with India. And I'll tell you why, and I don't think this is a secret either. It's because they can do it cheaper there than they can do it in the United States. They would rather pay them cheap and give you bad customer service than pay an American real money where you can have good customer service. That is, again, my personal opinion. So I want you to listen to this one very carefully. Listen to this about the Indian president. India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi arrives in the United States on Tuesday for a three-day state visit. He's expected to sign a landmark jet engine deal, among other trade and defence pacts. This is Modi's first state visit to the US, an honour that is reserved for America's closest allies. Ishan Gerg reports. During Prime Minister Narendra Modi's U.S. visit, the focus is likely to be on removing trade barriers in the areas of defense and critical technologies. The cornerstone of this talk is expected to be the F-414 jet engine that India is hoping to use for its Tejas light aircraft. Analysts say the U.S. sharing this technology with India could mark a new level of trust between the two nations. Modi is also scheduled to address the U.S. Congress and hold meetings with the top CEOs during his visit. The goal would be to attract American companies to invest in India. Ishan Gerg, New Delhi. It hasn't even started yet, and already Indian TV is awash with breathless live reporting from the U.S. Capitol. The Indian leader will address a joint session of Congress for the second time. The two countries will paper over differences on human rights and Russia in order to focus on a growing bilateral economic relationship and a security relationship designed to counterbalance a rising China. Bob McMahon is with America's Council on Foreign Relations. This is a very important relationship, too important for there to be any sort of public 
scolding of Modi for his domestic record, let's say, and it will really be playing up this economic side. Last year, the trade between the two countries is estimated to be $191 billion. That means the United States is the largest trading partner for India. I don't think there's going to be a great deal of rancor over India's non-aligned stance on so many issues. I think you're going to see them be unapologetic about their ongoing relationship with Russia and their sort of absence of condemnation of the invasion of Ukraine. But by the same token, there'll be a great deal of talk about the closeness of this relationship, especially vis-a-vis China. But there will be criticism of the Biden administration for that and for overlooking the Indian leader's crackdown on his political opponents as well ahead of elections next year. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. If there's any criticism, it's going to be uh, heard in the rest of the world. You're sure not going to hear it in the mainstream media in the United States. Um, that Again, that's my opinion. But I can tell you this, KRRB, my, uh, the, uh, this station, my station, KRRB, uh, we will definitely uh, criticize them for, uh, because of the fact that India is a huge customer of Russian oil. I thought that was supposed to be something that was uh, uh, sanctioned. Um, They have not condemned the Ukrainian war. They are not doing anything in the Ukraine. They're letting Russia have free reign. So, you know, why are we not telling India, you know, you either go along and support that or we're going to put some tariffs on you. We'll put some sanctions on you. No, they're not going to do that because that hurts Joe Biden. End of story on that. Okay. now, uh, just overnight, just to b- kind of bring you guys up to speed really, really fast here, uh, there have been Russian airstrikes in Kiev, um, in the Ukraine, and uh, the, they have, uh, they've hit some pretty important areas there in, in the Ukraine. Um, uh, there's one quote that I, I want to read here. Uh, the use of missiles outside the zone of our special military operation. Now, what they're, I, I should have prefaced that before I read it. What they are talking about here is that Russia is now saying that the United States and Great Britain are involving themselves to a point that there may need to be military action taken against the United States, Great Britain, and NATO. Okay? That's where I'm going with this. The use of these missiles outside of the zone of our special military operation would mean that the United States and Britain would be fully dragged into the conflict and would entail immediate strikes on decision-making centers in the Ukraine. In other words, they would really go for it. Okay. Now, what does the Biden administration think after that? Well, listen to this. Biden says the threat of Putin's using nuclear or tactical nuclear weapons is real. Wow! We said it a year ago. I've been saying it for months and months and months that it's going to happen. Now Joe Biden, finally, somebody told him that the Russians are serious. They're really thinking about doing it. Okay? Now, here, here is Biden's statement. This is his whole statement to this. When I was out there about two years ago saying I worried about the Colorado River drying up, somebody looked at me like I was crazy. Uh, they, they looked at me like that when I said, worry about Putin using tactical nuclear weapons. It's real. Okay, he just figured this out. Okay, he just figured it out. It took him, what, I don't know how long that war's been going. Now, it's way over a year. And, but he yeah. just now, he's just now warning the American public, and I, I think that that's really sad. But what I can tell you is that it looks like that we could easily be drug into this. Terry, you have any comment? 
Yeah, well, my opinion, again, I want to emphasize that before I open my mouth. Uh, my opinion is is that Joe Biden didn't come up with anything. He, he can't hardly remember to order vanilla ice cream. Uh, he was told this, and he was told to say it. Uh, that's it what down. I believe. It was written that's down. That's what I believe. It was sure. written down. Yeah. Uh, what, <laughs> what I, um, I, I don't think, you know, again, I don't think this is a major secret. Joe Biden doesn't speak off yeah. the cuff. If he did, it would be yeah. it would be a bumble. Okay, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm just being honest here, right? And I don't I mean, mean I, I don't mean to be mean to him and laugh no. because I'm getting old myself. Uh, but you know what? In the world, people that chose him, of course, that's why they chose him so they could run him, and uh, that's what they're doing. Yeah. So. Well, uh, you know, when you say he speaks, you know, he. He's speaking what is written for him and what he reads off a teleprompter. And we know that to be a fact because he has read things like repeat that. Um, You know, know, something that's not designed to be heard, he will sometimes say it. He doesn't realize that the sentence is over and he needs to just look at it and then continue. You know, that's again, it's not it's not a big secret. Now, again, I believe that this country can very easily be drawn into a three-front war, and that is with China, uh, which would be to our east, no, to our west, with um, Mm -hmm. Russia to our east, and then from the south, but either China or Iran, either one of them. And Mm -hmm. if they were to synchronize that stuff, it would really really be bad. Now, again, we have not been able to get into Scripture today, and that really disappoints me, but there's so much um, that we had to cover. I hope we got in a lot of biblical points, and I promise Mm -hmm. you in the next show that we'll get to biblical Scripture, okay, to to really... Hammered all this home. Go yeah, ahead. Let me, let me throw. Yeah, let me throw this in, folks. The reason this guy over here is so excited about all this is because he knows the scripture. When he says things, he knows what he's supporting in terms of what the scripture says. And if you learn what the Bible says, you're going to get excited too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so you know, it's you know, even though we weren't quoting the Bible verbatim, word for word. We're quoting all of the things it's prophesying. Yeah, Yeah, you know, it scares me. And I'm not talking about personal J.D. Williams. I'm not talking about that. I'm not scared at all. Nothing. No, I'm not a bit. But I am scared for those individuals that don't know Christ, that are about to go through Mm -hmm. something that is worse than anything they could have ever imagined before. Because just like there is a last play in any football game, there is that last individual to accept Jesus Christ as Lord before the rapture of the church. And anyone that has not accepted Jesus before that, they've got to go through seven years of the worst time that ever has been and ever will be on the face of the earth. And that is the great tribulation period of seven years. And it's in the Bible. And the Bible hadn't been wrong a single time. So if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we implore you to do so. Simply let God know that you are a sinner. Let Him know that you realize that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you, that He rose from the grave, that He was seen by more than 500 people after that. Then He rose to heaven, and He promised us He's coming back for the church. And that's every Christian living and dead before that great tribulation starts. Tell Him, tell the Lord, that you accept Jesus Christ and it shall work for him the rest of the days of your life. 
And if you will do that, you will be saved. And you will join Terry and I and every Christian living and dead in the air at the moment of the rapture. If the Lord gives us another show, we'll be back. And we hope that you'll pick up a Bible. See you next time on the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. Thanks again for joining us today for the Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds. 